You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, howdy and happy Thursday. And uh, just in case you missed tomorrow, I want to invite you to join us on an Eastside campus this weekend. We're going to continue in our series, Unfinished. We're studying the life of Abraham. And uh, be sure to bring your unfinished guidebook with you that we gave out last weekend. If you didn't get one, we'll have more. And uh, and if you didn't get an unfinished t-shirt yet, uh, we've got more. So don't worry, you know, all these, we've got you covered. Hey, this week we've been asking, what is the purpose of my life? And we've been learning from King Solomon, the richest person and the wisest man outside of Jesus to ever live. And his big conclusion, after searching for meaning through possessions, through sexual pleasure, through parties, through educational endeavors, was that everything under the sun at an earthly level is meaningless. You see, Solomon's bottom line is this. If the person who had everything in this world found that it was meaningless, then the one thing that we really need to find significance and meaning and purpose must be out of this world. And Solomon ends his journal by saying in Ecclesiastes 12 too, if you really want to find purpose in your life, it comes down to three words. Remember your creator. Let me say it again. Remember your creator. Where do you discover the purpose of your life? I can answer it in two words. Knowing God. Years ago, my friend Rick Warren wrote the best-selling book, probably you've read it, The Purpose Driven Life. And if you've read it, you might remember the first four words of the book are, it's not about you. Now, if there is no God, and if you're just a freak random accident of nature that was just born by chance, your life has no meaning. If we're just some educated complex pond scum, then our lives don't have any meaning. On the other hand, if there is a creator, then you must look to that creator for your purpose. Friends, listen, it's not about you. It's about God. Psalm 910 says, knowing God results in every other kind of understanding. Think about that. If you want to know your purpose, know God. The very first verse of the Bible says, in the beginning, God, not in the beginning, you. You and I weren't around at the beginning. God was. He determined the purposes of your life and mine, not you. Colossians 1.16 says, For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, got started in him and finds its purpose in him. It all starts with God. It doesn't start with you. It doesn't start with your happiness, your ambitions, your goals, your dreams, or anything else. It starts with God and why he put you on this earth. It's not about you. So get over yourself. It's about God. 1 Timothy 6.21, the Living Bible says, some people have missed the most important thing in life. They don't know God. There it is, the most important thing in life, knowing God. Have you been in such a desperate quest searching things under the sun that you just miss out on knowing the most important thing in life. You know maybe about God, but you don't really know God. Why did God make you? What is the purpose of your life? Listen, if you remember nothing else that I say today, remember this. God made you to love you. He made you to love you. He didn't need you. He wanted you. Ephesians 1 and 4 says in the message paraphrase, long before he laid down the earth's foundation, he had us in mind And he settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Before God thought of the universe, he thought of you. That's how much he loves you. 
That's what makes you special. God made you to know him. God made you so he could love you, so you could be the focus of his love. He wants to because the, the purpose of life is to know him and to let his love flow in you and through you. Let's pray. God, it sounds so simple. And yet we spend all our time doing everything else but really knowing you, hanging out with you, talking with you, listening to you through your word, depending on the work of your spirit in us. God, I thank you that you made us to love us. And maybe there's somebody here today who just needed to hear that word, who's feeling unloved right now, unloved by family, unloved by friends, unloved by people they thought they could trust, they work with, a spouse, their kids, but they are loved, loved, loved by you. We're so grateful. And we lift our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Catch you tomorrow.